Hey, yo, traffic, traffic, looking for my chapstick, feeling kind of car sick. There's a Ford Maverick. See, that's a million dollar song right there. I love poetry and a glass of scotch. And of course, my friend Baxter here. Well, guess what? Now this is happening. Excuse me. Excuse me. What are you doing? That's how I roll. Baxter. Huh? No! Let's start the show. Okay. Okay. It's Dear Tony. It's me, Wilson. And it's Trevor. Young Trevor. Hi. He's coming in. Not not so young anymore. Oh, come on now. I know. Uh, we watched Malibu's Most Wanted and Anchorman. Anchorman? I, I should also say, I'm under the weather. Okay. So this is going to be a test to see right. if uh, I am funny or even interesting con- conversing while feeling... The only symptom, I only have one symptom, is that chills, the body chills. Oh. That's why I'm wrapped up. If you see, I've got my... F- Flailing yeah. in my hoodie, in my yeah, yeah. So we shall see. God, how, how are you doing, Trevor? Uh, doing all right. Yeah, it's a wild card weekend. You're excited Exciting. about that? I am. Yeah. Who are you rooting for, Trevor? Uh, the Chiefs. I'm a Chiefs. I'm not feeling too great about this matchup, or them in the playoffs in general. Well, you know, uh, Critter, he gave up on the Chiefs. Oh, really? Yeah, the T- Taylor Swift stuff. He doesn't. He's not following them anymore, and, and he's boycotting them because of Taylor Swift. Yeah, he doesn't like it. That, he does not like, like it. A critter move, I guess. He, he does. He doesn't like the uh, the coverage. He doesn't like what the teams become because of it. He it's not even that bad anymore. <laughs> I mean, during the Jets game, yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. But I think most people don't care anymore. Well, well, I guess Curtis, we'll see. He cares. That's true. See, stick it to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and the media by not caring. That's what he's doing. He is. He's turning his back. He's folding his arms. Well, he's, he's. I mean, not around. caring about the coverage. Just. Oh, thing. No, yeah, he is falling right into that, isn't he? He cares about the coverage. He's he's yeah. He's the oil he, to the is water. He triggered when he definitely. sees Taylor he's Swift. I would, de- I would define him as triggered on this topic. He really, just you'd see him at work the next day, he's just ranting and raving. Pretty I much, this is football. It's what? Why do I gotta yeah. see? Oh yeah, Taylor yeah. Swift with what? Yeah. What? Brittany Mahomes. Well, well when it was first. Coming on, I went over into the office and I asked some people, "Was this as bad as Curtis described?" <laughs> and uh, they they agreed. They said, "Yeah." At the time, in the beginning, they were like, "Yeah." The beginning, it, a, it surely was. It was a big. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But you're okay with it. You're all yeah, right. I'm fine. I don't care. I mean, I think Travis Kelsey being having. Kind 
Uh oh, you went you went silent. What happened? You muted. You're muted. <laughs> what happened? Let's see here. Let's see. What happened? <laughs> You're back. I guess what? I think I touched the computer very slightly and then Don't touch the computer, guess, Trevor. Yeah, sorry, I know. No, what was I saying? I was in the middle of talking about uh you oh, were yeah. talking about Travis you... Kelsey is having a down year, and I don't think it has anything to do with Taylor Swift. I think the receivers are really bad. I think they would have been this bad anyways. I don't think Taylor Swift has anything to do with it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you're a football fan and you earnestly believe, like, oh, Taylor Swift is Yoko Onoing the Chiefs. Uh, I think you're an idiot. idiot. Critter, you've been called out. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Just tar- target right on your stupid head. Uh, Trevor's very mean. He's the meanest person I know. Uh, Am I? I mean, you just called anybody that that's mad about the. You called him an idiot. I've never called anybody well, maybe not an in idiot, my life. Like, he's like, you're a grown adult. That's like even Yoko Ono didn't Yoko Ono the Beatles. I think that was blind. Wow, now he's going too. into this. Yeah, he he loves Yoko Ono. I don't love Yoko Ono, but I think I, I don't know. It's people with their fandoms. They get very possessive. Is there any fandom that you're possessive about? That you're a gatekeeper? Um, well, Jamie Kennedy, for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to segue, That's if you'd it. like to jump into that. Not yo-yoing? Um, no, I'm not really possessive about yo-yoing at all. But I think. I, oh, I want do you want to, to tell the this. listeners? No, I want you to do oh. this, though. I want you to go okay. on the yo-yo subreddit after this. When, it gets, okay. when this gets posted. Yeah. I want you to say I was interviewed for this podcast. Okay. We talked about some movies. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. And then I I, I want to grab one guy. I know I can grab one yo-yo guy <laughs> who's going to go and go, you know what? I'm going to put this in my rotation. Oh, really? You're trying to go for like a cross? I, there's one guy. Well, yeah. yeah well, see, you're you're a li- you're a regular listener, so you know I I, I talk yeah. about everything because we're talking about Malibu's want- most wanted, which you mm-hmm. told me was a good movie. It is a good movie. I'll die on that hill. Wow, we'll prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Anchorman, which you thought was overrated. Um. Yeah. I don't know if you, maybe overrated is the wrong term. Certainly not for me. I, Trevor Boyce, do not <laughs> like. Well, actually, God damn! Now um, I gotta go edit that out and <laughs> bleep it. Uh, no, it's fine. He can. Um, Who cares? Nobody listens to this. Oh, what identifying myself? Yeah, I just go by Wilson. Um, oh right. See, I well, was gonna ask you that before we started recording. I was gonna say, do I have to refer to you as Wilson? You don't have to add an extra anything. Why would you? Why would you say Will? Like I, I mean, I'm I have that quirk about, about me when I'm talking to people. Yeah. I'll say their name. You know, I'll say Young Trevor. Yeah. You know, Critter. As young I'm Trevor. talking to them, wait, can Benny I be Boy. like a Young Jamie for the podcast? 
I'll Google stuff about young wrestling Jamie. in the background. You know young Jamie, right? No, who's young no, Jamie? No, he's he's the He's the producer of the Joe Rogan experience. He's the guy that's in the background Googling everything. Why would I know that? Hey, Jamie, pull that up. Look, Joe Rogan's. Why would I know that? I don't listen to that. I don't think you have to listen to that to know. I think Joe Rogan is. You think that his producer is a known commodity? Not, Not like a household name, but. I mean, you're a guy that's plugged into comedy and podcasting to a to a certain extent. I, I don't listen to Joe Rogan, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I don't listen to him anymore either. Is he listed as a comedy podcast? Apparently. Is it, is it yeah. funny? Um, no, it's not. Um, Joe Rogan actually actively sort of... he Jokes go right over his head. Um, if a comic is really starting to turn it on and become funny, he'll shut them down and talk about something else. <laughs> he... He's he's for, he's, for a professional he's just, comedian. He's very not funny. Yeah, he's he's I a mean, real buzzkill. Maybe it's what happens to everyone. You know, they make some money. Well, yeah, he's lost he's, his edge. Well, he's, he's also he made a full turn into like like he is a four star general in the culture wars. It's just he unironically says the woke mind virus. Like, he'll say that. Wow. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Like, him and Bill Maher are kind of turning into these, like, crotchety old, you know, get off my lawn old men. You know, I think about podcasting a lot because it's a, a major yeah. medium in my Me life. Too. Yeah. And uh, basically, there's all these genres, and everyone's kind of fighting for pennies. And yeah. celebrities that came in and kind of tried to like, they're like, "Oh, I can make a little bit more money," you know. They kind of. Oh, you mean like, like uh, Will Arnett, Jason, yeah. whatever the Smartless. Every you know, that, like every every yeah. celebrity, I feel like, gave it a shot at least. Yeah. Um, I think everybody wants to be heard. I think uh, I was just like, God, I just want to have time to talk to my my buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And why not just record it? And not that mean that's like, God, my friends and I are so funny. I When I started this thing, I was like, well, at least there will be something for when I'm dead. People can go back and go, well, this is what he was like at this time. Yeah. I would snapshot. be upset. If I, if I had that for any of my other relatives, I'd be like, oh, my, I'm, I'm listening to it. I'm devouring Oh, yeah. It. You're going to listen to your great-grandpa's podcast. If, if he did, yeah. If he had had yeah. that or recorded, yeah. I still yeah. watch the Christmas '86 DVD every now and then. Oh, uh, that, you've shown me that, I think. I love that. Yeah, and mostly then now it's just you're you look a, at you're people a home and you go, guy. you go, that guy's dead, that guy's yeah. dead, she's dead. That's how it goes as time goes on. You just spend the whole video going. People do not here, not, yeah. not here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a lot of home home movies, Trevor? Uh, yeah, we do. We have a lot of VHSs at my parents' house. Um, maybe a handful of times I would pull them out if I was real <laughs> bored. I would watch. It's like, oh, there's my sister. She's three years old. Is she the camera hog or are you the camera hog? Like she hogs. Like, like she's like, camera? look at me, look at me. Oh, yeah, I would say so. 
Um, I don't think I was much of a camera hog. You're quiet off in the corner, a little yeah. tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, well, a little tuxedo. Is it like at a? Am I at a wedding? Know. That's just how you dressed back then. A little really? tuxedo. Yeah. Some spats. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. <laughs> yes, yeah. my little CEO. Uh, and my CEOs were tuxedos. Yes, all CEOs were tuxedos. Maybe like I mean, all the all the good ones. The CEO of like the magic company of anything. I think yeah. Elon Musk wears uh, tuxes, doesn't he? Does Donald he? Trump wears tuxes, and he's the best CEO I know. Yeah, that's true. Now, now I've got he, Curtis back. He's gonna no. Curtis is a Trump guy. No, no, Curtis is I don't trust anybody guy, oh, which is okay, a fair okay. move. I was about to say. But if he had to pick, I pause no. for him. <laughs> I listen to this. He like, would be like, eh. Look, he seems less senile than Biden. Now, so. I'm going to mark, what is this? This is in 12 minutes, 34. So I, I need to walk over to him in 12 minutes when he starts <laughs> hitting play. And I'm going to... I want him to look at me in the eyes. This is next level podcasting. And I want him to tell me how he feels about Hunter Biden's laptop. Go. <laughs> well, I mean, he's packing. You can all agree on that. I haven't looked. I haven't looked. I assume. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I think I've maybe seen it once or twice. <laughs> I think it's come across my desk. I was like, oh. I didn't <laughs> well, every that. time you Google Hunter Biden's penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came across my desk after I Googled Hunter Biden penis pictures. Hunter Biden penis hard. You don't want to <laughs> want to see it. Yeah, no, no. You never want to see a flaccid penis. No, no one's Googling yeah. Hunter Biden soft. No. Okay. Yeah. I, guess I mean, we could we could kill hours. Just bullshit. That's true. We could just shoot the shit for a while. But let's talk about Malibu's Most Wanted first. Yeah, Malibu's Most Wanted. That's um. When did I you guess... see this? How old? Are um, you? growing up, it was one of those movies that was heavy in the Comedy Central rotation. Mm. It was just on, and mm -hmm. I, you know. 13 year old Trevor is like, ha ha ha. What's the theme of your bar mitzvah? OPP, bitch. I was like, oh, that's funny. And, uh, wow. yeah, I didn't really know who Jamie Kennedy was. I was aware of him through this movie. Like, I wouldn't wow. learn until I was like 20 years old that, like, his big, big thing that he was in was Scream. Was Mask 2. I oh, never saw yeah. that one. That one was yeah. immediately panned critically. So, so is never... this one? Oh well, I didn't you, know that. You weren't flipping open the paper and going, Roger. Ebert, <laughs> what does Roger Ebert think of the new I'm Jamie a, Kennedy I'm, I'm project? Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and see. I'm sure it's like twenty six percent or something. I doubt it's high. It's a thirty one percent on that tomato meter. Okay, um, what's the audience score? Fifty four. It's exactly right. us, 50-50. One guy hates it, one guy's like, not for me. There you go. Um, 
I want to see Richard Roper of Ethan Roper. He, Richard he, Roper. Uh, yeah. He replaced uh, Ebert. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Okay. I want to make a joke about shooting rope, but I don't really have it. So we can move on. I just want to see somebody. Um, Nick Rogers of the Midwest Film Journal. Okay. These people are being very kind. To Jamie to Kennedy and his movie? <laughs> I like this. Josh Bell from the Las Vegas Weekly. Jamie Kennedy needs to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> sure, there you That's go. Funny. That's your guy. Um, Wait, what, okay, why is it so bad? Like, what makes it... Well, I'll, I'll, in your I'll eyes, an objectively yeah, bad movie. Yeah. I'm surprised oh, because I'm... you kind of you got into uh, comedy, and you, and you, I, I find you a fairly. Uh, I have good taste. Uh, right? Yeah, a fairly yeah. decent taste for what's funny, what's not. Yeah. I think you you can be a little bit cynical sometimes, and you're yeah, and uh, you're kind of a little bit more uh, narrow on on the, you know uh, when you're like, oh, that's the joke. You don't allow yourself to just luxuriate in the joke. Um. Yeah, I guess I could see that. of the stupid jokes. I'm saying of stupid the stupid jokes. jokes. Okay. Yeah, you kind of can put kind of put up oh. some guard sometime on stupid oh. jokes. Oh, like how well? Like, I don't know. Are you a Adam Sandler guy? Did you like? Yeah, Adam Sandler I did. Movies? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I I really don't like most of his stuff. So I it's, guess yeah, I'm too great. cynical for Adam Sandler. <laughs> you don't like what? What don't you like? What's what's what can be what's more funny than yeah, him saying he called the and he called the poop sh- or he called the shit poop? He called the shit poop. That's one of the lines. Yes. In a guy steps in poop and he goes, "It's poop again." And uh, from what movie? Jeez, oh, the one where he's the uh, the student. That could be any that, number. Uh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. Billy Madison, another one of those. I think it's my upbringing. I think a lot of these movies are you had to be there movies. Oh, come on. I think on a different timeline, I probably would be an Adam Sandler guy, but my parents weren't, so I'm not. So you think, you know how some people look back on Buster Keaton or Charlie Chaplin movies and be like, genius. Even now, all these years later, yeah, he's a genius. You think those people are liars because... In theory, you should be able to look at Adam Sandler, one of the premier comedians, and go, oh, genius. Yes, I see. I see the genius here. Um, I guess I understand why people like Adam Sandler movies. Again, they're just not for me. I'm not going to like go out there and be like, what is wrong with you people? You think this is funny? Just like, I, I don't know, like... Did you like That's My Boy with Andy no. Samberg? Okay, no. yeah. So wait, are you, do you, where's the line in the sand for you with Adam Sandler? When did he stop making funny movies? Because a lot of people I hear say Little Nicky is sort of the demarcation mm, point. I didn't mind Little Nicky. <laughs> yeah. I thought, it was, nice, anything I thought it was a after decent that, swing. People, actually, don't mess with the Zohan. That's, That's when I first noticed product placement creeping, and I think if as a, as a kid I was like, "Oh, little Nicky, he was eating Popeye chicken all the time." <laughs> um, I was like, "Wait a minute." Um, 
which is only escalated in his movies. Um, oh yeah, well Duncan Chino and Jack and Jill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack and Jill's see a here. giant. But I mean, he made good movies after. Like, there's funny thing. Like, uh, let's just go through his thing right now. And what there, I, I think I like. Chuck and Larry is nice. Big, I love Big I Daddy, like Little Nicky, whatever. Punch Drunk Love, love it. AZ Crate, Eight what Crazy Nights, movie, don't not mind it. Uh, Mr. Deeds, nah, yeah, I was like, fine. Anger Management's fine. Fifty First Dates, I liked. Spanglish, I liked. You know, it's okay. Longest Yard, no. Click, uh, certain things. Rain Over yeah. Me, fine. You know, Mrs. Ohan did not like, and I'm pronouncing Chuck and Larry. Nah, I don't think so. Funny people. You didn't yes. like no Mrs. Ohan. See that one? That's that's him getting really absurd. And I guess I'd have to watch yeah. it again. I remember. I think I saw it in the. Was that a Netflix or was that? I might have seen that in the theater. No, that was like 2007. That was a while ago. Or maybe I did a Netflix DVD. I don't know, but. Uh, hmm. Oh. I've been thinking about that lately. I would love to look up my old Netflix history of what I ordered. Oh yeah, to be sent to me. They should provide that service. Yeah. So Your Netflix history. Yeah, and be like, "This is what you, what happened." Give me that old site. You know, where you see the movies, and you're like, "This is in your," and then this one will be sent after, and this man. Yeah, I'm nostalgic for the Netflix old Netflix site. Yeah. Getting that red envelope. Baby. I loved it. Yeah. DVDs I, at that man. The Anchorman goes in Anchorman. DVDs. Media. Yeah. Uh I guess yeah, Anchorman was probably a big seller as far as like oh, DVDs. I, I, so. I remember I could not wait to get a hold of that Anchorman DVD. Yeah. Watch now it over and over. Too, you know, I did bet you, a lot of did people. Did you want that DVD? Did you want that? What? Because okay, so when did Malibu's Most Wanted come out? Two thousand three, I believe. And Anchorman came out in two thousand four. Yes. So, so these should be so Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to say this. <laughs> what does Martin well, Scorsese have to do with either of these movies? Well, uh, I'll tell you because I've been thinking about this. Uh, what he said here recently. Um. He loves double features. This was oh. on Letterboxd. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, he's kind of, I think one of his daughters is kind of forced, not forcing him, but he's become a lot more online recently. Um, What does he think? He, he likes double features because he likes putting films together. I think of them as companion films. Um. What does he say? I saw that one. Oh, man. It's not here. It's not on the quote. Uh, oh, yeah. Here it is. No. You always learn something. You see something in a new light when movies are paired together because every movie is in a conversation with every other movie. Mm. Yes. Yes. Marty. Yes. And I was like, you know, Anchorman came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it really it became that's that's how comedy became 
Yes. Anchorman and then the Adam McKay and the, the let's get a group of people and let's start improving Judd Apatow. Yeah. Uh, was Anchorman before 40 year old virgin? Yeah, well, yeah, because I was going to talk about 40 year old virgin. Yeah, because yep. I'm curious yep, to know the yep. timeline of the. Yep, that came out in 2005. The first of its ilk. That came out in 2005, but, and that that's something I wrote about Anchorman is that another part of it for me when I watched it originally, at the time was, uh, all it had so many people that were about to like go off, you know, like yeah. Steve Carell, Paul Rudd. I had seen the Stella uh, tapes. And all that. Paul Rudd so was knew, already somewhat established. He was say. established, but he had never he had never done a, like a big comedy. Yeah, he was in. But I knew he times. was funny. Yeah. Because I'd seen the Stella stuff. And so you got that. You got. Or, am I conflating? I want to make sure I'm Wait, not conflating. Are we something. done talking about uh, Malibu's most wanted? Or I guess this is part no, of a greater conversation. We're not. No, we're okay. not. Okay. Hold on, Stella videos, Paul Rudd. I just want to make sure that nineteen ninety eight. So maybe Stella was at you know it was right before yeah from ninety eight to two thousand two. Okay, so Stella, that was. Michael Ian um, Black, David that's Wayne. Right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I don't want to be the bad guy that leaves somebody out. Um, Michael Showalter. Um, that's right. So. The wet hot no, guys. Uh, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's talk about Malibu's Most Wanted. At 25 minutes in, let's get into it. Okay. Uh, okay. It was 83 minutes, which for mm-hmm. a thin, thin premise... I was yeah. like, that makes sense. Yeah. They pushed this thing as far as they could go. Yeah. And why I don't like it is that it is a one. It's not a, there are more jokes, but it is predominantly a one joke movie, which is. The joke is that Jamie Kennedy is acting like he's, he's black. white. Yes. But he's white. But I don't know. I think like also, let's see. What's the so name? it hinges. Hey, it hinges yeah. on that. Yeah. If you don't think that's funny, that's true. I think it that's funny, and therefore I like it. But also, you know, Tay so Diggs. You, so you're going on record, black, black face, black voice. You're into it. You're like, oh my god! No, hey, hey, hey! You know, you're twisting my words. <laughs> you're trying to make me out to be something that I'm not. <laughs> um, black face has never and will never ever be funny. I say remove. <laughs> I say um, pull Tropic Thunder from the ship. What? That's a good movie. Um, burn every 30 Rock DVD from the seasons that they did Blackface. It's always sunny. How about a hot take? I don't like, yeah, 30 Rock, not my not my cup of tea. I know. That's another thing where we're different. 30 Rock is my absolute favorite. I could watch it for forever uh-huh. and ever and ever in perpetuity until I die. I, I like Tina Fey. I think it was the music. Really? That's all it was. Yeah, the music's bothering me. The incidental music. I get it. it's 
Jaunty. I, Too jaunty for me. Well, that's her husband doing the music in the show. Oh, oh. Well, I'm yeah. never going to get that interview now. Damn. <laughs> uh, um, so you were saying that you were explaining why you thought this was funny as a young yeah. man. Yeah. It, yeah, it, I guess, you know, I think I, I grew up probably more into hip hop than you. Would you, would you agree with that? I mean, I am older. Uh, I, uh, I know this is that even I, who raised an eyebrow when Eminem came out onto the scene. Okay. Even I, when I saw Malibu's Most Wanted, was like, oh, okay. So it's the type of guy, I guess. But I didn't even then consider, I was like, I don't think Eminem's doing this. I yeah. don't think Eminem's like no. de- deranged or delusional. Well, it's not. But that's the hook of this character. The hook is this character is, and it's on yeah, record. And in this, is a specific, goes, this is a specific type of white guy that existed in California at the time. And I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah, and maybe that's why I never watched it uh, as a young man when it came out or any point past that. It was because I was like, yeah, I know guys that are obsessed with, uh, uh, I don't know what you would call it, rap culture, maybe? What would you call it even? Because they, yeah. they kind of whiffle on him as well as the character. Is it black culture or is it uh, rap culture? It's both. This is an appropriate thing for two white men to be talking about. Malibu's most wanted. It's the it's the critiques it deserves. Yeah. As a white person trying to, I don't know what. I don't really know what the joke is, other than like. So there's a lot to unpack here with this movie. Um. No, I don't know. Did it, you know that Nick Swarsden? I read this on the trivia thing. That when he was okay. 19, he had like a half written script, and he has to use a fax machine, and he fed it through to like jamie kennedy's agent okay and that was like the that was the start of it and i was like this all checks out this is definitely a 19 year old writing a notebook what if the white guy was think thought he was black great nick swartzen comedic genius yeah part of the sandler verse I love Nick Swartzen. That you could probably timeline when he kind of came on, to, and I liked his first yeah. comedy album. I was I was into it. Party. Is that the one where he talks about his funeral? Maybe. Uh, Party, I would uh, say, is his biggest comedy album, probably from like two thousand. Say yeah, say a year when I was young. Two thousand. Um, actually, let's. let's Nineteen nine. Oh wait. Yeah, because Nick Swartzen had his half-hour HBO comedy thing in like the late '90s when he was real skinny. And yeah, I've always liked his stand-up, which I was always like kind of irritated that with the movie stuff it kind of stopped for the most part. Any big, big, you know? Oh, Party was released on 2007. That's maybe I don't know. I have that thing at my age where I'm like, I can't place myself from 2005 oh, sure. it's a gray area. to 2000. And I'm like, what was I doing? Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking at, okay. Nick Swartzen albums, discography, 
Gay Robot by Adam Sandler. Calling Home by Adam Sandler. So I guess he was featured on an Adam Sandler album. I don't. I haven't listened to those. You know what? I um, think Party is Nick Swarson's first album. So maybe that, that was it. 2007. In 2007, I was like, this guy is a guy to keep an eye on. I mean, yeah, that album's great. Yeah, Nick Swartzen's very funny. I Yeah, when the credits rolled and I saw that Nick Swartzen was one of the writers, I was like, okay. That makes sense to me. This seems like a Nick swartzen movie. I guess. Here's, okay, you know what my big thing is? I'm kind of burying it right now. I, I need to okay. bring it up top. Okay. For a comedy, what I want from a comedy is is jokes. Jokes. And I like 30 Rock jokes. People go, oh my god, there's so many jokes. I just want joke. Like I want a rapid fire of jokes. That's what I want That's from a 30 comedy. Rock. I don't. Thirty like Rock 30 is rock. the densest. <laughs> like no, I don't like it. Arrested it's... Development, yes. Thirty Rock, no. Just the preference. Okay. Yeah. I guess maybe that's like a humor cool. preference. Like, uh, I feel like people watch Thirty Rock and they're going, "Aren't I clever?" Or I don't know. No, like, you know, it's that clever joke. Hey, like, it, just, it makes me laugh. That's all I care about. I, guess, I don't think I'm I better. I've never really said. I should sit down and address why I don't like Thirty Rock. Yeah, maybe that should be our next podcast. We got to unpack Thirty Rock. Well, we'll do Studio Sixty and Thirty. Actually. Rock. Ooh, that's a good double feature. Or Mean Girls and something else. Uh, I didn't mind Mean Girls. I like that okay. movie. Yeah, mean Girls is a great movie. Um, Would you say that Mean Girls is a better movie than Whiplash? Haven't seen Whiplash. Oh, you should. Yeah. It's a good movie. I Mean-Girls asked Crystal the other night if she wants Whiplash, and she said the drummer movie. And <laughs> made me look like, no, never. <laughs> Uh, no, she doesn't like that uh, that one kid. Well, you've just walked into, uh, not oh. by your own design, a trap. Uh, I bring up Miles Teller on this podcast like oh, you do? every movie podcast <laughs> I bring really? up Miles Teller. Oh, okay. Well, here we yeah. go, Miles Teller. And it was he's brought always, up by me. It was he's organic. always my go-to for uh, if somebody goes, what should we ca- cast this? young version of this established character i go have we ever thought about miles teller and i think it i think larry and i figured it out i think it's because top gun they're like it's Mm -hmm. goose's son and then it just wormed into my brain and so now whenever it's like uh who should play reed richards miles oh he did do that oh my god uh Top Gun Miles. 3, currently being written. Dude. Now, who's going to play his son? Maybe Miles Teller and <laughs> Timothy Chalamet do a baby. Yeah. You use the Disney de-aging technology to de-age an actor to a child. And Miles Teller plays both. Yeah. You like that? I do like that. Well, maybe Miles Teller could do like a Benjamin Button What's the worst de-aging you've seen in a movie? I got... As far as, like, distracting and took me out of the movie... Not out of the movie, it... The Irishman was pretty egregious. That's bad. I think that is top. That's top. Because they look weirdly... They look weird. Yes. They make Robert De Niro look like Alec Baldwin, kind of. 
they look weird and then they're yes. hobbling around though like old men so yes yeah it's robert de niro trying to act like he's 20 years old and he's in yes. the army and but he can barely hold a gun but he's, he barely can move yeah he's saying what do you want he, it I'm looks 20. like a grand theft auto 5 cutscene sometimes yeah yeah, the Irishman. I I liked it. Probably won't revisit it. Uh, I'll watch it again one more time in my life. I know yeah. that much. At least the scenes I like. Yeah. Did you like, see? Uh, uh, go ahead. The new one, Killers of the Flower Moon. Nope. Waiting for it to be free on uh, oh. January whatever fifteenth. I think I said or something like that. Oh, then it'll be on. A, I mean, I could have pirated it. Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to do that to Marty. I'll give him the clicks True. on Apple. Yeah. That's your guy. Have you ever seen Kundun? On my letterbox, Smart has not watched. And this is something no. I struggle with because I'm pretty sure I did watch it at some point in my life, but it left no impression on me. And so I just oh, yeah. dumped it out of my brain. I, that's yeah. my big letterbox conundrum. I mm. go, do I even remember? I remember. I feel like I've seen this movie, but I don't remember anything. So can I truly say I watched it if yeah. I have nothing in my mind about it? So I go through the letterbox looking at movies, trying to remember like one feeling, one gut thing that like bubbles up that's like, oh yeah, that movie. Yeah. Do you not have a letterbox? I do. I need to get on it. I mean, you know, I'm such a cinephile, you know. I gotta well, let everybody it, know what I think of movies and what I've seen. I, I didn't I had it and then I was like, I can't this is exhausting, like clicking watched on movies. Yeah. And then uh my brother was talking to me about it or something and such, and I went, Oh, I'll boot that back up. I'll see what's what. Sharpling just got on there, by the way. Oh, okay. So you now can I'm follow intrigued. him. Yeah, you can follow him and, and see what he's saying. Yeah. But uh, you'll see why. I mean, I have, right now, I have logged in. So you're not going to tell me my stats? Profile. There we go. Ugh, I have. Where's my stats? All time stats. I have 2,622 films that I've looked at, like, and marked on the website. So that means in, that's 2,622 2, clicks where you're mm. like, click, yes. It says I've watched 1,402 well, directors. Click what? The movie? You have to, on the website or on mobile, you have to click on the movie and go watch. Okay. You know, you have to go do that. Da 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 da. Uh, it says I love the 1970s and I love comedy. So there you go. It's telling me that I am the expert on this. Um, yeah, on comedies. So <laughs> it, let's get back into Moses. One that he he yeah. does a voiceover, and I don't. Do you? What point is? What's the biggest laugh for you? Uh, okay, let me reference my notes here because I had a list of laughs. Okay, nothing in the beginning. Um, let's see. Well, in the very beginning, I think they were talking about different gangs, 
And one of them was abused children of celebrities. That made me laugh. Oh my god. Um let's see. When he's rapping and he goes, Earth is my planet to like rhyme with something. I think yeah. clean it with the comment. Yeah. Um let's see. Um when Ryan O'Neill's character, the dad, when he's dunking in that commercial. Okay. The, well, okay, well, we'll get to all this. You're going ahead. You're okay. going ahead. Okay. I was just wondering in anything in the beginning, anything where you're like, that's funny. Yeah, the bar mitzvah made me laugh. Um, I'm talking about goes, the very the... first introduction where he's like, oh, okay. I got the, you said, okay, so the child game, that made you, yeah. the, okay. And also when they pan to his enormous mansion that he lives in, he goes, this is my crib. It ain't much, but it's all I got. That's funny. Get I it. can't, uh, I guess, underline enough how much I sat during this movie, <laughs> like in absolute silence, just like not not arms folded, but just like. And see, that's exact. Okay, so you and I had mirroring experiences. I <laughs> yeah, think, yes. <laughs> Which is funny because we'll I get you later. Some, uh. So Cal Penn is part of his crew. Nick Swartz and Cal Penn, and then a gal that doesn't act much, if ne- like never again after this. Yes, yeah. Uh, and I was like, God, Cal Penn, does he ever meet a movie that he doesn't want to be in? Uh, Has he been in a just, bunch of they're, movies? They're just always bad. Eh, you know, he he was working. You think a guy like a guy of his stature? Do you think he really had? Much well, I thought it. about, you know, that there's that Apu documentary where they talk about, like, Indian people having to have to do the voice and do this oh, or do other races. Yeah, do other you voices. You watched that? The Hari Bolu thing? I feel like I did. Again, it's you not feel like it. you did. Okay. I feel like I did, but I remember these things about it. So I guess I should mark it watch. I remember these things about it, but it's like, did I watch it or did I just watch, like, things I just wanted to hear about and just fast yeah. forward? Possibly that. Uh, but that, and I've heard in interviews and stuff, you know, Indian actor, they, they, they have to do other races sometimes. So he's playing a Muslim, correct? He's not playing Indian. I think you're, no, he is because, I mean, do you care about jumping ahead in the movie? Yes, I Are do. Are spoiling so this? I want to go really? to Cal okay. Penn's, uh, filmography right here. Well, he worked as part of the Obama administration too, right? Yes, and I will ignore yeah. that because it's like <laughs> what, 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 what was that about? Is he like a Pete Buttigieg, uh, like psyop? Is he like a guy that's like <laughs> what's going on with him? I'm concerned. What's going on with Cal Penn? Yeah, Cal Penn. What's going on I with don't... you? Well, he was. He was in the White Castle movies. Harold and Kumar, right? That's him. Yeah, don't like it. Yeah, Harold and Kumar, take it or leave it. I, I don't listen really to these. Let's listen to these uh, titles in 2017. Not that long ago. Here okay. are his characters: Rajesh, Anuj, Nitin. There you go. Okay. He did a little run there. That was Once Upon a Time in Venice, The Layover, and The Ashram. Hmm. Then he plays 
Hey, Dr. Kevin Campbell in the Big Bang Theory. There you go. No. Um. Yeah, Harold and Kumar go to Amsterdam. Pass. Ooh, Kumar escaped from Guantanamo Bay. I'm shocked right now. There's this many Harold and Kumar movies? Yeah, no. Like they, were, they really pumped those out. Harold and Kumar escaped from Guantanamo Bay. I remember that one. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Oh, boy. He was in Van Wilder, The Rise of Taj. This is what I'm talking about. He was an epic movie. Oh, wow. I forgot that he was an epic movie. Yeah. He's in Son of the Mask with Jamie Kennedy, so they're friends, right? They must be. Oh, also, before I forget, I I thought about this, and I wanted to ask you if you agree with me. Would you say that Jamie Kennedy, as sort of an actor, his space that he took in Hollywood, sort of his career, would you say that there are parallels between him and Pauly Shore? No, Pauly Shore is funny. You think Pauly Shore was funny? Yeah, Pauly Shore had like a like comedic character that he was going to do in his movies that spoke to people and jamie kennedy yeah the weasel and jamie kennedy doesn't have that he's no i watched i watched the trailer for this movie malibu's most wanted and it's one Mm -hmm. of those trailers where they're like here's the movie beat for beat but they also keep putting in him going don't be hating and i was like yeah that's supposed to be very funny don't be hating it is the catchphrase of the movie yes don't be hating I didn't pick up on that. You're doing right now. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. <laughs> if that's the thing, him. like, I'm not willing to like go to bat for this movie as like one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I mean, the whole genesis of this podcast. No, that's exactly mean, what. That's exactly what you're doing. That's what you I'm need doing. To, you need to die on this hill. You need to stand up for every. I'll die joke. on the hill that I like it, and that I think it's good. But I, look, it's not even in my like top twenty funniest movies I've ever seen. Well, what's your and, what's like, your number one? What's your top five? Number one, number one funniest movie I think I've ever seen. Anchorman. I mean, this. I mean, this is always going to be interchangeable, kind of depending on, you know, the mood or whatever. But mm-hmm. recent, most recently. When I rewatched Office Space, I I kind of thought to myself that this is the funniest movie I've ever seen. I think. Wow. Yeah, I think Office Space takes the cake for me, and then maybe like Walk Hard is Walk Hard pretty is amazing. Good. Um, you're not gonna like this one. This might be, have to be another podcast, but mm. not another teen movie. Is a big I haven't one seen it in a long time. Can't speak on it. It's that one also might just be nostalgia. I remember it's also thinking Chris, movie. Well, this is a hot take. I remember thinking Chris Evans is in that, correct? He is. That's probably I his remember, first prom I remember role. thinking this guy is pretty good. He is. He's very good in that movie. Everyone is. And I and I also think that not another teen movie is the best parody movie. That and Walk Hard are sort of one A and one B. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Malibu's Most Wanted is, and then that is your favorite comedy. So why? 
What is my favorite comedy? No, Malibu's Most Wanted is. So explain yourself. No, it's not my favorite comedy. <laughs> I mentioned it? in passing during a phone call. I said, oh, I love Malibu's Most Wanted. It's a funny movie. And you went, what the hell? Yeah. That movie sucks. We should podcast about Which it. I haven't, even, wa- I haven't even watched it. And I just was like, no way. <laughs> uh, oh, side of the scene. Side of the scene. I was there, like, there's no, no way Jamie Kennedy has ever done anything good. Correct. No, I liked him in Scream. <laughs> I liked him in the first Scream. Yeah, sure. That, that and then it ends there. Yeah. I, I you didn't like the Jamie Kennedy experiment or whatever. What was that show called? Was that where B-Red got started? I think I read that. That he would do a white really based on Eminem on his show. Oh, that makes sense. I buy that. So maybe, so maybe that's where the catchphrase came from. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. His shout out to uh, Roger Ebert. Don't be hating. So Ryan O'Neill plays his dad, which. Yes. Have you seen Paper Moon? I haven't. I know Ryan O'Neill, he's a pretty respected actor. No. Put it on your list. Moving on. Okay. Uh, Paper Moon. They come up to the house. I think their hydraulics are going off. And I wrote, there is was Very a time funny. in movies where cars with hydraulics, that was like a go-to joke. Mm. That's a go-to joke, the car being goofy. Yeah, yeah. sure. And um, it, you know what? It worked on me. You liked it? Jeffrey Tambor getting a, getting a paycheck. Uh, He's the therapist. That- that was in my notes. Jeffrey Tambor in this movie. I don't want to say he looks pained to be in this movie, but he's definitely elevating <laughs> it just by being in it. That's funny. Yeah. Niecy um, Nash is also in this movie. There just weren't enough jokes. It was just always about how he's talking in the beginning and throughout the whole thing. I'm just like, there's just no jokes. It always comes back to That's him going... Joke. You know, don't be hating. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, Oris? Oh, here's one of my notes: was that um, I, you didn't like the duo of Anthony Anderson and Tay Diggs, the sort of the reversal of the. Well, you know, they say in the uh, in the campaign meeting, somebody says, "Oh, he acts ghetto." Oh, Blair Underwood, I think, says that. Yeah. And then somebody, a black guy, raises his hand and goes, excuse me. And then he yes. goes, shut up. And so I guess yeah, that, that was, was the movie going, me. the movie going, look, we're not going to hear about this. We have black actors voicing our opinions oh. on these things. They're not embarrassed to be in this movie. So there you go. Look at all the black people. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you had Blair Underwood telling another black actor, "Shut up! Don't even raise a concern about this." <laughs> yeah, we just said the word "ghetto." Kind of a "What do you mean, you people?" sort of a moment. Um, but would you not agree that Tay Diggs had a lot of fun with this role? He was really, he seemed to really enjoy widening it up. I think he really put his acting pants on for this role. No, I just think that these guys really? were... I, I watched an interview with them. I, I, maybe I read the transcript. Did I watch it or read the transcript? 
where they're just like, okay. yeah, that's what it was exciting about us is to like, you know, do this movie and kind of play these, you know, characters that aren't what you think they are. And I'm like, God, these guys just say it's the money. We got paid. It's a job. No, I, I, I got the feeling that Tay Diggs was enjoying himself. Anthony Anderson, I think not so much. Um, but also, you know, did Kangaroo Jack around the same time? Why? Is that racist? Is that a racist movie? No. Anthony Anderson is in it with um, oh. Jerry O'Connell. Uh, they should have just uh, done another Sliders show. You ever see Sliders? Jerry O'Connell? Mm-mm. Good stuff. Good uh, stuff. I, I like Jerry O'Connell. He 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 shows up on part of my take. He definitely uh, looks around in sliders and is like, oh, "What? Do you know what the premise of sliders is?" Tiny cheeseburgers. It's the same thing as like Lost in Space or many many a great sci-fi show where. I think it was oh, Jerry man. O'Connell's dad in the show. He builds a portal, right, okay. to other another universe, and they go. Him and some people go through, and uh, they end up in an alternate universe. And but that but the the premise of the movie, uh, the movie, the show is that. The portals show up randomly, and they only have a certain amount of time to get to those portals, and they never know where they're going next, and they just hope they're going to eventually portal home. Okay. The end. Great. Okay. Is it yep, streaming on? <laughs> Is it streaming on uh, anything? <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. Google it. Fucking Google it. Uh, Google it? All right, fine. Uh, I did like Ryan O'Neill dunking. That's funny. I did like they that. See, yes, that is. I wrote though. I smirked. Yeah, I wrote. I jotted okay. down my emotions. That okay. Again, very. You and I had exact parallel like experiences with these movies. Um, three K for beauty. Oh yeah. So he meets the gal. Regina Hall. Or well, she doesn't. Like, before she meets movie. it, she they recruit the two guys recruit a woman into this plan, mm-hmm. and she says she needs three k for a beauty salon. And I was like, "What in the hell is she talking about? Three k for a beauty salon? Whatever." That's all know. I had. I was just like, "What is this math they're doing on this?" I'm not movie? a math guy. Even back then, I was like, "Show me the funny." Well, then Nisi Nash shows up, and she doesn't say, why am I doing this movie? Nobody says this. Why am I doing this movie? Money. So he posits to her that he really thinks that he is black. Yeah. He was not raised by his parents, and so black culture raised him on BET, and so this is who he is. Mm Mm-hmm. He's saying, like, he's saying, it's not even he, as he talks about it, he's not saying, I was affected by this stuff. I could find out who I truly am, 
But this stuff I was subjected to, that's made me who I am. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is a very concerning premise. That you think concerning like problematic? A grown man would like accept. It's a funny premise if you do it right. But this is a grown man that's like, this is what was happening in front of me. I have adopted this wholly as my identity. Well, he's also grew up extremely wealthy. I also wrote not enough jokes. Hey, hey, hey. Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. IRL example. Chet Hanks is Malibu's Most Wanted playing out in real life. That's true. Good call. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that is true. See? And people, but then people go, that was kind of my problem with this movie is that Nobody's going, wait a minute. <laughs> They're always like, okay, he says who he is. You know, he is what he is. Uh, in Chet's life, he'll say something and someone go, you know that's not right, right? You know that's not good to say what you just said. And he'll be like, ah, come on, man. <laughs> ah, come on, bro. See? Uh Ah, come on, man! Is Chet Hanks's "Don't be hating"? Don't be. He should just Chet. When you listen to this, just keep saying "Don't be hating." <laughs> yeah. Uh, there oh. then is a, an aggressive shot of Regina Hall's ass. Yes, I remember that very fondly. Yes, you had it underlined three times. Yeah. Well, I wrote that down in my notes. I said. Actually, no, I'm looking at it right now. Regina Hall's ass. Yeah. Yes. That's how yeah. aggressive it is. Everyone yeah. took notes. Yeah. There's a flashbulb gimmick they're doing in editing at this point. I don't know if the director was like, do it, or the editor did it. or I'm not sure why. They do this a lot in the movie. Mm-hmm. They go, they make the flashbulb sound and then cut. To oh, various... okay. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I. I wrote here, this is the equivalent to when Ben Stiller did Simple Jack and Thunder, uh, Tropic, <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. This is him, like, him doing blackface or black voice. Being a he, W word. Which is also say, says a lot about like how he views, how like people talk. Like He's like, they everyone knows what I'm doing here, right? And he's going... You know what I no no I mean no I mean okay. yeah I mean it is it is brutal the way he it's it's uh I'm gonna read some of my uh my notes here at Simpsy Grass a shot of Regina Hall's ass flash bulbs no I mean don't be hating yeah it's might even I I kind of subdued that was really it, funny it might even the, be the Worse than that, it might even be. <laughs> but they they form a plan. The the two guys and the gal to kidnap him to carjack him because that's the plot of the movie. They're going to show him what black really is. Mm-hmm. And my only note here was, uh, Tay Diggs and Anthony uh, Anderson. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yes. call Regina Hall. And she answers on a walkie-talkie. 
they call her with cell phones and then she picks up a walkie talkie and goes really got it like on i did the not move. notice that and i was like what's happening <laughs> what is going on here just just another funny joke you know it's absurd um, it's absurd like anchorman what is it girl not girl not accordion Girl, not accordion. I'm trying to read my notes, and it's like, oh, girl, okay. not a comedian. Oh, the girl's not a comedian. That might have been about the friend. Girl's not a comedian. Oh, oh. So yeah. then I was probably thinking, why, if you're doing a comedy, why not stack your cast with comedians? Like every role should be sure. Like, why is this just a random woman? Like, uh, I don't know. You can't find one female comedian. I'm going after them. You can't find one female comedian that can't do that role. It's just a throwaway role. Should they have gotten Paula Poundstone? Why not? <laughs> Why not? It would have been funnier. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, um, uh, Cal keeps uh, doing his accent. I wrote. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, I had you keep you keep mentioning. You know, people. They did this movie. They did it for a check. They showed up for a check. Uh, notorious check grabber. Grabber? That's not the right term. Anyways, Snoop Dogg is in this movie yeah. voicing a mouse. We'll that's get talking. to it. Okay, okay. We'll get to it. All right. I wrote, feels like there's been no jokes. I wrote that at one point. Okay. I was like, where are the jokes are? Where are they? The flashbulb thing happened again. I was like, what in the world is the flashbulb thing? <laughs> I'm scared of Koreans. Somebody says that at some point. Oh, when he goes to rob the liquor store? I don't I don't know. When he has to go yeah, steal liquor. On. I got I gotta pause it. Hold on. Oh, we're back again. Uh but but dip a do. Um yeah, but yeah. Hoo -hoo. I just wrote at this point. I wrote, I wrote rough and underlined it. Okay. I want to know who loves this movie and <laughs> what are the movies that they love. I like all sorts um, of stuff. I like. Phantom I did Thread. like uh, at this point in my notes. We're at the he go. They take him to a place to go rap. Yes, the and that was kind of my other big with the movie is that. You're thinking, oh, well, maybe he'll be, if he's an Eminem type character, maybe he'll actually be good. And it kind of shows that. Well, why would that be? That wouldn't be funny. But it'd be a movie. It doesn't I'm have to looking, be. At that point, I mean, yeah, well, then, okay. well, then it's oh, failing on both. Well, now it's I'm a, thinking about. It's, it's not funny. It's not a movie. Ugh, okay. He's also bad at rap. So he's bad at rapping. So then yeah. well, why am I rooting for this guy? Why do I care? That wouldn't be funny at all. If he was just good at the rap battle and like got a win, I'm not saying no. I mean, it's I not funny. Him get it's thrown not into funny a trash can full of Wonder Bread. Well, I do like that. That yeah, exactly. Be... But I also like when people get thrown into dumpsters. Wrestling, yeah. movies, whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you like it when people get tackled? Uh, tackled? Yes, I do. Yeah, uh, it's funny. There's I did like the DJ. Episode. They give him money. They bribe to get him on stage. And the DJ, whoever this 
actor or extra yeah. whoever it was he checks the he checks the money oh yeah and i enjoyed that i chuckled at that you got a sensible uh, chuckle okay uh so the one the wayne's brother that's in this or the wayne's yes. kid one of them. i just remembered him like from 40. major i remembered him from major pain which I, I i enjoyed as a child okay did you like major have you seen major pain i this is my first With time damon wayne's damon wayne's is like an intense like marine specialist oh okay they get sent to a, a military yeah. school to as punishment, I do believe, to okay. you know, get them in order. And he okay. does. He is a character, so he's he's yeah. doing a voice. Uh, somebody says that he rapped at the Malibu County Fair, and I'm like, that's not Malibu is the city, correct? Yes, it's not the county. Oh well, man, you were really like. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're doing jokes, you're picking a lot of nits with this. Let's movie. Uh, let's see. Well, I'm look. If I'm in the room, I'm gonna go. Okay, Malibu, California. What's the county? Oh, Brick Tamlin ate a red candle. Why isn't he dead? That's funny. No, um, it's not. Let's see. Los Angeles County. So why not just say the Los Angeles County Fair? I don't know because Nick Swartzen was nineteen. <laughs> like, he wrote, he wrote Malibu the joke, County. You're the joke there. If you're not picking nits like an insane person, the joke is that yes, every county fair has like some sort of a talent show at it, or I feel like most do. So yeah, the joke is you're picturing this rich kid at a fair with a bunch of other rich uppity snobby white people going up there and doing like a rap battle not rap battle or rapping doing a freestyle so help me here okay i'm trying to read my notes this is an eight mile thing he okay. started i mean they, they lean into it because he goes i'm about to prove myself it's mm -hmm. my shot uh yeah, that's a reference to um lose yourself probably by eminem yeah yeah and it's my shot is I think in the in the lyrics. Yeah. If you had one uh, shot, one opportunity, would you let slip? Or this something? going yeah. to be what is that? Why write an episode episodes episode four? Episodes the what's it, this going to bean be beer? I don't I can't read my notes. It's going to be <laughs> something episodes four. And well, that's the best joke. What's the best joke? Whatever I scribbled down. This yeah. going to. And maybe you're referencing the lyrics of the rap battle. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, did you not like his dick so small? Your dick so small, you probably piss on your balls. It's a pretty good bar. No, what I thought was that jamie kennedy is just predicting mikey day's future wait how mikey day was on that uh show with nick while now while now where he okay. was the resident white guy correct and he does Probably. it now on snl where he's always the white guy being like for real don't be hating 
<laughs> that's why I hate SNL okay. right now. Because because of Mikey Day. He's not my favorite cast member. Yeah. I liked him. You didn't see the uh who who's the magician, David something. I don't know. Fuck. No, he's the, the magician. Jonathan? <laughs> yes, the amazing Jonathan. No. Let me look it up because that was that's what I recognize Mikey Day from growing up is his YouTube video that he did with another guy that's in comedy. David Magician. So David Blaine. Anyways, at one point, I think they're shooting behind Jamie Kennedy. I think it's Jamie Kennedy. His butt crack is sticking out of his underwear. You know, oh, it's just a joke, you know, because like he can't pull his his pants are down low or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then in the next shot, they're up. There, he's just wearing pants like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, you really. So, I think. You just, I think so you I really. Like, one of your biggest hangups with this movie is just sloppy. Well, filmmaking. I was like, I was looking for jokes, and then I was like, oh, that's a joke. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I guess it's not okay. a joke because they're back. I think I might be better at shutting my brain off for a movie just and just wrote, suspending my disbelief. He says he finally says the soft N word. With his oh, butt probably kind of hanging out. Is that during the rap battle? Yeah. Okay, and that's why they. And throw then he gets out. thrown into the white bread, a dumpster yes. bump. Yeah. Hilarious. It's good. Yeah. I wrote, this guy is a pathetic, wormy hero. Yeah. Why am I, like, what am I doing? Uh, then you have a black woman trying to boost his ego. Which I'm mm-hmm. like, what, what, why, why would she ever be compelled? For money. He says, I've never been with a black girl. And then they do this so horny song. That wrote quote unquote so horny song. Oh oh me so horny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's revealed that the the guys that are like planning the heist of it all, mm-hmm. they are out money because they bought real jewelry. Okay. Instead of fake jewelry. So that's a bugaboo for them. They bought real jewelry, so they need more money. Which I thought, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Well. So then Snoop Dogg shows up as a rat. Mm-hmm. Another guy there for a paycheck. <laughs> and they barely have a conversation. The guy goes, you just need to be you. Is it a dream? I don't yeah, know what great, it is. Great advice. I did. I, I got an, another smirk was registered when he leaves as a mouse and you hear a mouse trap. Great. I like that yeah. the mouse died. Okay. Yeah. I can't even where. I can't even read my notes. I, I, I'm trying to explain to you how like my. What do you think it says? Where? Fooey smile. Is he telling Regina Hall to smile? 
Maybe. No, where? Fur, where furry? Where? I don't know. Gava 2. Whenever. Greg Lost is bad. Bad. <laughs> Bald. Something right. Sounds him serving for no slow mo. Gamecast. I cannot make very I funny joke. I, I cannot make hesitate. Oh, I oh I that's what I wrote. Gamecast legit laugh. Yeah. Yeah, I can't make heads or tails of my notes. Uh, what we got here? Blair and the dad. What? Wild scene. Blair's the bad guy? Question mark. Uncle rocket launcher. Oh, anytime somebody shoots their foot, that is funny to me. Did you yes. like that? Um, I did like that. I like that a lot. This is real. There's not <gasps> enough. Yeah. There's not enough. A joke will be hit. They could have. I know it's a thin premise, but they could have drawn out this movie with some big pieces. Mm-hmm. Oh, he keeps saying ignorant. I'm not ignorant. That was bothering me. I'm not ignorant. I'm not ignorant. That might have been a riff on Michael Jackson. Wasn't that one of his things? No, I'm not. You, you, you're ignorant. You're ignorant. I'm not molesting children. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy the gag of the cars driving into the house at the end. Mm -hmm. That's a good bit. Uh, Terry Crews. That's right. I wrote that down. Pretty early on. He's always yeah. playing the dancing sensitive guy. Yeah, because Terry, Terry Crews is in this movie barely any speaking lines at all. And anything he says isn't really like important or like a joke. So I'm going to just read you the last and you try to make sense of what I'm writing. Okay. Okay, I wrote Explosion Budget Mom's question mark, insurance question mark, mysterious exclamation point question mark, sister's hair, brewers, barber, barbershop. I, I know Regina Hall that. opens up her beauty salon, I think, at the end of the movie. <laughs> um, I did write down, ooh, do you know? The so there's a guy who he every movie he gets cast in uh, movies usually as an extra and he always plays a guy named Hector. No, you know this no. guy. He, oof, I don't know if I want to say this word. He typically is cast as a cholo. Oh. You can yes. say a word. He's got, he's got the mustache, and he looks very stereotypical. And he always plays a guy named Hector. And he was in this movie playing the same guy that he always plays. And I wrote that down in my notes. Like, oh, it's the Hector guy. He's in this movie also. But in this so, movie, his name is not Hector. His name is Snuffy. 
And his name is Noel Gugliemi. In any case. So, after we've talked about this movie, mm -hmm. and my big issue is not of jokes. Okay. Is this a movie that holds a special place in your heart? Yes, I would say so. I, yeah, this is a movie that I watched a lot growing up. It was just, it was there. It was on Comedy Central. I did a lot of, <laughs> I watched Comedy Central constantly, just hoping to catch a half hour stand up set of a comedian that I liked. I wanted to find new comedians all the time. And this was a movie did that was pushed out there. Now, did you spend a lot of your young adult life going, don't be hating? Um, no, I would say that I did not quote this movie generally. I, I did like, here's something we have not mentioned yet. The the freestyle rap in the car with Regina Hall when he goes, Oh, that's in traffic, my little traffic, music thing. Looking for yeah. my chapstick. Yeah. Feeling kind of car sick. There's a Ford Maverick. Was oh, that no, a sensible chuckle that's... for you? No, not at all. But no, that's not at all. That, I put that into the little music thing. You'll hear it okay. when you listen to the episode. Oh, oh, okay. It's okay. going in. I oh, remember that's gonna be a needle drop. Yes, yes, okay. it is. All right. So funny. Go. It is. Uh, it is funny. <laughs> uh. So you? When did you? So you watched what? The Anchorman late year, year later. Writing no, I. No. I. Well, do you want? Would you like to just move into Anchorman now? Well, yeah, we're done with the. Uh, we're done with. There's, okay. there's, well, first of all, it's disappointing uh, yeah, to okay, me. Okay. The whole okay. uh, uh, Malibu's most wanted. He just goes. We didn't even cover him going in King Kong. That's like the big money shot of the movie. They even put it in the trailer. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Okay. And it's a white guy. And that's and a Denzel Washington quote. Correct? Yes, and he's shooting the Uzis. Is that from? Yeah, so okay. it's never addressed why he, because he does drop the character at one point. He does drop it. Yes. And they take him to a movie theater to test if he's being real. But it's like, well, he can drop it. So what does it matter? Uh, but then also they, he never, he, he doesn't change. He's just, anybody that likes him is like, this is just who you are. But it's not clear. He knows he's a bad rapper, so he's just adopting this culture. I don't know what he's doing. I don't, I don't understand the movie. Um, well, you know, in the end, he gets the girl. Um, he keeps up yeah, his yeah. He gets the girl persona. I guess that's where I'm at with that. Well, that I, that, I guess that's the whole mouse, rat, Snoop Dogg when Snoop Dogg talks to him. He says, "Just be yourself." This is himself, I guess. This is his authentic self because he was not raised by his parents. He was raised by uh, Yo MTV Raps and um, his. What was it? Was she a cleaning lady, a nanny? I'm not I sure. Lucy Nash. Yeah. So there it was. That was the end of the movie. All right. So yeah. Anchorman. When did you see it? Um. So yes, Anchorman. Um. I've been saving this for the pod, as we often say to each other on the phone. Save yeah. it for the pod. I so anchor. I saw Anchorman two before I saw Anchorman, and Oof. I saw I saw Anchorman two in theaters with you 
and a bunch of our oh, coworkers. Yes. This was probably I think Anchorman Two was twenty thirteen. Yeah, I don't and, remember this. And it was a Friday. You said, Trevor, come on, we're all gonna go see Anchorman. I got tickets. And I probably said, Do I have to see the first one first? I haven't seen Anchorman. And you said, It's a comedy movie, who cares? And yeah, then, that's right. Yeah. Yes. And we went to the movie and I remember I I had a couple of laughs. I could tell it was probably a shell of its former movie, but and it was, you know, probably what a little a great, bit. Too... What a great boss I am. Let's all go to the movies. It's Friday. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, you were you were a good manager. We you would take us out, you would pay for the tab, we would yeah. go to Jack's place, you took us out to go to the movies. Yes. Oh yeah. Um But yes, I I remember there were a couple of laughs, I would say. I didn't love it. I didn't think it was the best thing ever, but I was like, uh-huh, okay, yeah, Anchorman 2. And that was in 2013. And yeah, up until that point and years following, Anchorman had evaded me. I I saw, I had seen Old School. I had seen 40-Year-Old Virgin. Every other Judd Apatow movie under the sun, I had probably yeah. seen. And Anchorman, I had not seen yet. And I remember, this is after you left Midwest. I was still there, but I was sick. And I stayed homesick, and I was scrolling through Netflix. Anchorman got added to the platform. Oh my goodness, I finally get to see Anchorman. And I watched it, and after credits rolled, I was just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's like, this is the movie that everyone talks about, that everyone holds in such high regards. Yeah. There was not a single laugh in there for me. I thought all the jokes were so pretty. It, maybe this is Anchorman. Maybe the issue is that I saw it in 2015. Because I, I do get the sense that oh, yeah. this is a you had to be there movie. And this movie was, um, I have, I need to look through my notes. I, there were, there are, a lot of and this is where i will give the movie um respect mm -hmm. and it so much of this movie has entered the cultural vernacular and yeah a ton of phrases a ton of things come from this movie and let me i would like to read some of them off um, go for it uh by the beard of zeus um, is that a thing also, that people say? Uh, maybe that's a lesser one from this movie, but I remember people saying that growing up. Oh, and wow. When the movie opens, it says, you know, Ron Burgundy was the balls. Mm, and yeah. I think maybe the the phrase amaze balls probably came out of that in some form or fashion. Really? People referring to things as being the tits or the balls. Interesting. Um, Let's see. Oh, what else? What else? Um, and and things of that nature, like saying and things of that nature. Well, I created that. You that, know was you. <laughs> that was me. And, and and that was me. And whatnot. And whatnot. And things of that nature is me. Um, never ceases to amaze me. I think that might come. These from are the common community. phrases. Hold on. Are they really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that one's common. Um. Let's see. Um, t -t 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 um, well, that escalated quickly. That's from this movie. Yeah, sure. T 
Tits McGee. Okay. Yeah, that's from this movie. I'll give you that one, yeah. Yeah. Is Brosa... No, Brosa's not from this movie. I mean, Jack Black, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see, I guess that might be it. Um... Yeah, anyways, what was I trying to say here? Um, but yes, I remember it. I, no, I watched this movie for the first time and I remember not a single laugh the first time I watched it. I remember being very disappointed and then I haven't watched it again until now, nearly 10 years later. And watching it on this rewatch, you know, I'm going in with an open mind. I'm thinking, you know, maybe I was too sick that day. and the movie starting we get through the first 10 minutes or so and then the party scene when mm-hmm. they're doing the character introductions they get to paul rudd's character and when paul rudd goes and yes you're probably thinking i i have a name for each of my balls that was when i turned on this movie <laughs> both times that i watched it that was when i realized this movie well, is smug. Hold it's, on. Hold yeah. On. This yeah. movie has an equally thin premise, which was Adam McCain. Well, that's the thing. You're doing all these nitpicks about Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah. And, and, and they're going, hey, it's a 70s news anchors. Isn't that yeah. funny? Yeah. And yet, this movie's longer because there's so many jokes. There's so many jokes. I wrote it out no, of the There's so many like, jokes, jokes and they're all bad. Oh come on now! None of them made me. It, it in this this cast this movie, I think we mentioned it a little bit earlier in the podcast. Comedy superstars all over this movie. Everyone's yes. there. Everyone and, is on the cusp. Yes. They've just hit it big, or they're about to yes. hit it big. Yes. This is a big. This is a seminal moment in comedy in the mid two thousands. But when you and, were seeing it at the time, and I remember going to the theater to see it, yeah, and there was like a little bit of a line. I was like, "Holy shit! Oh my god!" And uh, that's the thing that that also might just add to the you had to be there ness of this movie. I think I think this movie was so influential, and you know, people referenced it so hard, and you know, molded their sense of humor around this movie. I think. Just looking back at it, it reminds me of all the people that aren't funny that tried to <laughs> talk like. Did you? Uh, movie. Did you even like Fred Fred Willard throughout the movie? Fred was Willard. His his that was in my. That was in my notes. I in my notes. I didn't have a single laugh, but I had several sensible chuckles, much like you did with Malibu's Most Wanted. And so I yeah. I don't I I think I had one ch- I I might have one. Okay. Uh, Chris Parnell is in there. Yes. Uh, uh, you know everybody talks about the cologne scene. They you know the sex. And that was another scene. one that I I that didn't make me laugh at all. I just it's. I just like that if you look in the back, there's a cologne called Wood Grains. Okay. That's just me. Okay, and oh, that's that's another thing. Um, sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Is that from this movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's another big one that entered the vernacular. Um, 
and I, I can't even rewrite wrote. Can you see what I wrote here? I can, you can see. Um, Fred Judy, Judy, Bigfoot what, stick, Judy. Adam, Adam McKay washer. Oh, Adam McKay makes a cameo as the washer, so he's got to get the it "Smells Like Bigfoot" stick line in there. Oh, okay. Um, I wrote "Fit Talk," very funny. What's the fit talk? I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. What a great, well, this is my podcast. Yeah, or we, we say, podcast. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, no. Well, so I, yeah, the whole, the, I don't know the, just it's, this movie is so at every turn. It's so predictable. I know exactly the joke that they're going to say before they say it. Like, the after the big party, they're all in yeah. the office the next day, and it's like, oh man, I'm so hungover. And then, you know, cut to Paul Rudd, and then it's like, oh, Paul Rudd's gonna say something totally random and wacky. He yeah. says his random wacky thing, and then it cuts to David Keckner. He goes, oh, I woke up in a Japanese family's house in their yeah. rec room, and they wouldn't stop screaming. Yeah. Like, yep, I knew that he was gonna say something to that effect, and then it cuts to Brick Tan, it cuts to Steve Carell, and it's like, oh, Steve Carell's Steve Carell's gonna say something completely moronic and stupid, and he says, I ate a red candle. I'm gonna, I'm like, gonna argue this. I think the lines that they kept in and they that with the editing and all that, yeah, everything builds to the next scene, everything calls back to a character beat everything I, I guess. works in a way to make you I, care I think about this, this movie works on a tactical level like sure i think there's a lot of praise you can give it like for that but i just the humor of this movie does not jive with me did you like all. the joke where he has a full-blown erection no i didn't know i think maybe you, because... you didn't like the visual gag on that one no, I it because again, it's like it cuts to that, and I'm just like, "Yep, that's what this movie was gonna do." Like, oh, you nothing, knew nothing in this, nothing in this, nothing in this movie surprised me. There was no, I was not caught off guard by any of the humor. What about Fred Armisen? Did you like him? He he's this no. generation's Rob Schneider. Oh, what's that? They you say you say, "Hey, we have a race." Yes, that's I wrote that down in my notes as well. It's Fred Armisen. He looks vaguely, he's whatever he you need. Anything? Yeah. Yes. yes. He can play. Now can play Obama. there's an alternate scene. Yeah. When Ron is struggling, where he goes to that restaurant for food, mm -hmm. and Fred Armisen brings him out a plate with cat shit surrounded by salad. And Fred Armisen, you're shaking your head. I Fred Armisen. Demands God. that he eats the cat shit, and he resists for a while, and then he eats the cat shit. Or as he says, "I'll take a bite. I'll take. A, I'll, let's bite this hunk off, and then you'll give me a steak." And and Fred Armisen keeps goading him on. Mm -hmm. You don't like any of that? No. I feel like they should put that in the movie. That's where I'm out of that. I want oh, to see Robert eat, eat the cat mm -hmm. shit. 
No. Because I don't like the kid, like, oh, kids don't like them. Yes. Put the one little 30 second a minute scene. Come on. Put it in. Also, in, yeah, like, is the, what is it? The the jazz flute scene? You don't like that? that? No, not at all. That's one of the worst scenes. That's one of the biggest offenders to me. Because this this whole the whole premise of this movie not premise it the humor of this movie is it, it's toxic masculinity I think right yes that's uh, yeah that's ba- Will Ferrell's big thing is guys that are uh, guys being dudes big egos yeah that are dumb yeah. yeah and it's the whole humor of this movie is they're speaking it's very verbose everything's sort of a drawn really? out using a lot of big ten dollar words wow like by the beard of zeus is like why everything has to be like slightly poetic and yes he was definitely gentlemanly yeah like, he yeah. definitely has that thing ron burgundy likes to have these colorful exchanges yeah but he doesn't um, do that in other movies like Talladega no he doesn't yeah, that's the thing. Like it's a Ron Burgundy that, thing, and Ron that's, Burgundy that's, is established as being a smart, dumb guy, where he'll yeah. be like, "Oh, I don't know what that word means," but then he'll use that word. Okay, and that's that's another that's why this movie comes up so short for me it's because I just humor of this whole thing does not vibe with me, and also every single thing around this movie, all the players in it everyone in it i like everything else like yeah Knight's great um i love zoolander i love will ferrell in zoolander um Step Brothers is good um the other guys even i think is pretty good um uh boy uh, another parallel you know bruce almighty Steve Carell and Bruce Almighty, that scene when he's yeah. reading the teleprompter and going, bleh, 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 pee, yeah. pee, like that makes me laugh really hard. And wow. all of the all of the teleprompter gags in this movie don't do anything for me. And of of all the people in this movie, all the big comedy. Now you said you seen Anchorman two. Mm-hmm. Do you recall when he's doing the vocal warm ups in Anchorman two? Yes, and he says, "Get the children!" He starts screaming, "Get the children! Yeah. They're yes. at the door." That's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's the thing because I remember the fact that I saw Anchorman two before seeing Anchorman one, and after I finished Anchorman today, Anchorman two started auto playing afterwards. Yes, yeah. yeah. And for a couple of minutes, I was like, maybe for the podcast, I'll commit to watching this so that I can yeah. revisit it. And I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't go over a rehash of this movie that I already... That your opinion of Anchorman 1 applies more to Anchorman 2. Anchorman 2 is very, like, bit-heavy. Yeah. It's very, like, here's this premise, and here we go. Whereas I feel like uh, Anchorman 1 is more freewheeling. Let's see here. I got... Uh... Well, yeah, sure. There's definitely... You get the sense, and that... Yeah, that's the other thing is like it's this movie has a little bit of like there's like theater kid energy maybe 
to this movie of like all these comedy people, they're all just giggling. I mean, you can't uh, old school Love it, come out. loving themselves doing this movie. And Vince Vaughn, I another mean, one. Old school is great. He, he Love old school. It. It's incredible. And this is yeah, and they they bring them all back for this. And that's that's another. This might be another line that you'll say. Oh, people just say that. Why are you attributing yeah. it to this movie? I hate you, but God damn it, I respect you. Would you say that that's right. from Anchorman? No, that's just life. Oh, that's just life. Okay. Uh, I mean, Vince Vaughn has he has a lot of great lines in this movie. Really, Mantooth is a saint. Mm. Says no. that. Uh, and as another scene, I the all the I want a polka. <laughs> no, giggling thinking about it. Uh, you want? Uh, do you ever? Uh, does she uh, rub your hiney with Vaseline and tell you that's uh, special and different than everyone else? That's great. Mm-hmm. All the uh, Mantooth stuff is great. And the the scene with all the different news anchor crews dueling or whatever. Doing their little battle. That's a big scene. They had replicated in the second one, yeah. And, yeah, and then they're panning to each person with their yeah. weapon, their totally hilarious weapon. Yeah, their that random is, that funny is, that's, weapon. That's an Anna McKay thing from SNL. There's okay. uh, sketches he wrote where it'd be like a trident. You know, Will Ferrell has a trident, or no, yeah. Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell has a trident, and he's, he's yeah. Standing. Whore uh, Island is something that's that's a standard, yeah. As well, yeah, that um, one was. I mean, I'm I'm all over the place here. I'm jumping all over the place, but another, uh, yeah, huh? not a laugh, but something that made me shake my head was when they cut to Brick Tamlin and he's holding a hand grenade. Yeah, and it's like, where did you even get that? I don't know. Yeah. It's like. The whole character of Rick Tamlin, it reminds me of like Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys or like Never seen it. Yeah, it's just like the idiot character. I He is. I hate it. <laughs> I didn't like it. and that's the thing, like of all the people in this movie So what does it say about remember that it made me laugh the hardest is Steve Carell. Steve Carell is so funny and the office is so funny and he's made me laugh so hard and his it's just it's an it makes me upset like seeing him. So what does it say about our country that that was the big takeaway? It was Steve Carell, like we gotta make this guy a star. He is the guy he's was a star. an idiot. I, but he wasn't at that time. Was Evan no not Evan. Bruce Almighty predates this movie, right? That's two thousand three. Yeah, and people were like, okay. That's a funny scene, but nobody was like, That guy, you gotta look out for that guy. I that scene was that was a big one in that movie and I now, I don't know this I, is what I'm talking about with this this movie Steve Carell knocked up and The Office come out the next year mm-hmm. you mean Forty Year Old Virgin oh yeah sorry no, Forty yeah. Year Old Virgin yes. they're they're kind of interchangeable how dare you. But yes, uh, well, Forty Old Virgin's better than Knocked Up. But 
they they have a very similar yes I agree with setting. that yeah we close out stuff so I mean what's the thing it's Seth Rogen's in this as a camera guy that's He's right like yes I wrote two that years yeah. away from being knocked up yeah uh, close out this stuff. Uh, open it back up, Blind Box. Um, I mean, can you read my notes here? Let's see here. Can you read these? Flute. Big oh, I do like that. Animation. I do like that. Parnell big swings. Yes. Uh, the big swings. They have animation in there. They're doing... Uh, Anchorman has these things that this is another thing about Anchorman that I like. At that time, look, we're we're having to deal with Malibu's most wanted. It mm-hmm. came out the year prior. Mm-hmm. We have to do with uh people doing these uh one man, one comedy, it's a premise, it's a mm-hmm. gimmick. And now all of a sudden, oh my this god, is a big, this is an ensemble movie. We're getting a, we're getting a comedy movie that's saying it's a comedy. You know, if they're doing animation, they're doing their, their, uh, it's big swings. It's big swings, baby. I felt like at the time. Yeah. Sure. Let me see what I wrote. What else did I write? That's, I can't deny this movie's influence. Like, I wrote Malibu holds back, not earned. Okay. I mean, if he has a premise, go in on the premise. That's what I was probably thinking during Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah. Do a big, a big comedy like set, like the whole, like a whole thing that people keep going back to. What would that be? Him reenacting Roots? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I've never seen Roots. There's got to be something for him to be like. This is going to be like what did Jamie Kennedy think is Magnus, Magnum Opus, Magnum, Magnus, Magnus Opus, Ma- Magnum Opus. I don't know who's right. Uh, I'm right. It's Magnum Opus. Oh, yep, you are. Uh, great work. Yeah, what's his great work going to be? Um, this. This is probably, yeah, Malibu's Must Wander is definitely Jimmy Kennedy's crowning achievement, which isn't saying much, but it's a, I think it's a sweet little movie. I think it's got a lot of heart. Um, Can I just say uh, what? the things that made me laugh in Anchorman, that's still to this day, made me laugh. I was, I was chuckling okay. the whole way through. Okay, yeah. Uh, when Jack Black Punts his dog over the bridge. That was that kind of sensible chuckle out of me. He goes, "Yeah, well, now this is happening." That made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it always will. Anybody punting or messing with like puppets or stuffed animals always gets yes. laugh out of me. Yes. Well, uh, you, what's the Matthew Barry? When he goes, "Fuck you." To, what, Matthew Barry. When the the women that he's Matthew Barry, the British guy, you you would always show me those 
mm. sketches of him and he'd be hitting on a, a snuff girl. box yes and he, yeah. he punk kicks the dogs yes. yes yeah that's always a laugh yeah uh chris barnell going into uh ron burgundy and going why would you say that <laughs> you poop you poop mouth just yeah, chris barnell and... saying poop mouth is very funny to me going why ron why you poop mouth Chris Barnell's always a, uh, a man on that. Chris Barnell, very yeah. funny, funny in Thirty Rock. Uh, Doctor Leo Spichemin. That's the one part I liked about that show. Yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, this, I don't, I, I can't not find a fault in Anchorman. It's just a good. The dogs got joke. Everyone has jokes. Everyone is, and it all put, calls back. It's all just yeah. very heartwarming and very. Uh, mm. Well, what about, like? Yeah, when him. Also, another part of this movie, I don't find Christina Applegate to be very funny at all. Yeah, I think she's pretty bland. Yeah. And when she goes, you look like a blueberry. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. Yep. That's a weak. Yeah. That's weak. Yeah. No, I agree. But then they do the Adam McKay thing of bring out the, uh, maybe, maybe a Will Ferrell thing of bring out the car antenna or the TV antenna to whip, uh, whip. That's a, that's a funny weapon. Okay. You don't see somebody breaking off a TV antenna and whipping somebody with it as a funny weapon? No, I think it's a funny weapon. Like, on a technical level, yes, that's funny. But I just... I I don't know. I don't really know how to... I'm at a loss for words here, Rob. I think you should watch it. did not click with me. I think you should watch it with me. And then, mm-hmm. and what will make it better is me elbowing you okay. at every funny joke and going, "That's funny." Uh, we'll see. Here, let me let me look through my notes because I did have some sensible chuckles in this movie. Let me see. Oh yeah, uh, when Steve Carell says 38 degrees in the Middle East," that made me laugh. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. Oh yeah, when Fred Willard is talking to Christina Apple, Christina Applegate, he goes, "No, go do your job, Missy." That made me chuckle. I like Fred Willard. This whole movie, he's just tremendous. Yeah, yeah. Fred Willard was a strong point for me, and I liked. Um, was it when yeah, Ron Burgundy is goes on air right after he hooks up yeah. with Christina Applegate. And he just says, like, oh, you know, we were dating, me and this woman, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts off, and he goes, uh-oh. You like <laughs> Him that? going, uh-oh. Yeah, that made me laugh. His read on that word. Um, or that line. But you also like uh, revenge porn, so that might be part of it. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> what the record show, I do not like revenge porn. Um, oh, okay. 
Oh, also, one that made me laugh was um, Fred Willard when he's after he says "fuck you, Sacramento" or "go fuck yourself." Fred Willard's like, "Look, I ha- I'm f- I have to fire you." He goes, <laughs> "Yeah, and I'm gonna fire you." Bing, bing, boom. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. It's interesting that you like. Okay. Yeah. Well. It sounds like you liked it a lot better than Malibu's Most Wanted. So no, um, you know, Hickson is a better comedic mind than uh, Adam McKay. I think I'll say. Wait, can you hear me right now? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought I heard a noise that indicated I got unplugged. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I it I, I I will I will admit that I'm I'm the person who's wrong probably in this. I think I think Anchorman is some sort of a weird blind spot for me. I think like I said you need to watch it with me and I I yeah. I will you going that's funny. That's a joke. Yeah, the whole time I'm watching this movie, I I was like I was Maybe seething is too strong of a word, but I'm just like, just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, not what the fuck is this? Like, I'm questioning it, but just, I can't believe that this is the movie that everyone absolutely loves. And everyone lauds as this, well, like, cult we, classic. I just... We talked about it. It kind of got co-opted by bad people. Yes, it got co-opted by people that aren't funny. Yeah. And maybe me, I just, I, I think I watched it too late. Like I could totally see, like if I was 12, 13 years old and if, you know, one of my cousins was like, Oh dude, Anchorman, you got to watch this movie. Like I see a timeline in my life where I think this movie is awesome, but I think I came to it too late. I think my comedic sensibilities had been a little bit set in stone by the time I was 21, 22. And Again, I would say, yeah. I would say this, you know, they're improving whatever, you know, the throwing yeah. out lines, Adam McCain, Will Ferrell. They're funnier than most lines you hear thrown out at this point. With yeah, I would say when this movie hit in 2004, it was, yeah, I'm sure it was a huge deal. I Look. And it was big it was I'm gonna an do this right now hold on okay i'm gonna send you something in, in the discord hold on okay okay you're gonna do it live on air fuck it we'll do it live yep now you have this link okay see this works you're gonna pick our next movies out or at least one Live on air. Okay. Um. Let me. I'm gonna go look at it on my phone. Are you DMing me? Yep. Yeah, in phone? the in the Discord. Okay. I see it. Um. Movie list. Oh, sure. Yeah. You sent me this. Yeah. I've, I've removed Malibu's Most Wanted. Okay. Now is this a list for everyone? And Anchorman. Okay. Um. Red Dragon. Is that Ed Norton? Yep. Okay. The Departed. Great. Love it. Yep. 
uh, Green Room. Have you seen Green Room? I have not. Ooh, Green Room's great. That's a good, um, good time. That's the one with Robert Pattinson, Safdie Brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Under the Silver Lake. That's one I've been meaning to watch. Should we do that one? Sure. Because I like... Um, it's a noir movie, correct? That's the word on the streets. Yeah. And it's like, I love... I like The Big Lebowski. I like Chinatown. I like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Under the Silver Lake? Okay. Pick another yeah, one. Andrew Garfield. Um, 12 Angry Men I have not seen. Oh shit! Well, gotta do let's that. Let's watch right? it. Let's watch okay. that too. Okay. R R R. I would like to watch. That's one. I should probably watch that one with my, with my brother-in-law because that's oh my god right up his alley. Because my brother-in-law is a big. He loves the Greatest Showman. Why? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. So you want to do Under the Silver Lake and Under the Silver Lake and Twelve Angry Men. Twelve Angry Men. Well, Larry loves that movie, so we'll have to get him on that one. Okay, sure. Ooh, City of God. That's another one. I have not seen City of God, and I would like to. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. These guys, oh my goodness, there's so many movies I wrote, I put down. Okay, all right. Any last thoughts, Trevor? Um, not really. I mean, yeah, this was an odd juxtaposition of movies because, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna. Well, one was good and one was bad. Yeah, and that's the thing. I I'm not coming away from this saying Anchorman is bad. I no, get it's it. good. Um. I just, it completely is not for me at all. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, not a single laugh in there for me. Not a single, like, big guttural laugh, at least. A couple of moments. But you love when white guys act like black guys. And you're clapping like a I'm not saying that. (laughs) You're like, hi, here we go. No, I just, I, you know, Malibu's Most Wanted, that's, maybe there's some nostalgia there, too. I I was heavy on the rotation on Comedy Central. And, um, yeah, there were a, a lot of moments in Malibu's wanted to make me laugh. I think maybe, yeah, I grew up probably a lot more around hip-hop stuff and being into rap maybe than you did. But, again, you know, it's not – I'm not going to die defending – Oh, okay. Well – um. Yeah, I don't know. So, but you said what you're saying is you listen to hip hop, and then you went, "What if they took these guys down a notch? What if a white guy is that was putting them in their place?" I've listened to all this hip hop. Now, what if a white is that guy your read on that movie is that Jamie Kennedy is trying to put? He's definitely trying to be like Eminem is like this. It's this is my uh, he's he's riffing on Eminem and Eight Mile and you know 
uh, but it doesn't have any boy. jokes. I think there are jokes. Ryan O'Neill yeah, dunk at the it, basketball. Traffic traffic for my chapstick. It's bad um, that I need to OPP count, bitch. Count them it's on funny. one hand. Um I don't, I just you know, Jamie Kennedy in this role, I think he's 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 funny. He's making me laugh. That is not so good at talking. No, you admitted it. It's fine. I admit. I admit admit what? I admit it. I admit it. All right. This is, you know, how I end these all the time? I just go, go, uh, bye.